0: Welcome to Enjoying Everyday Life with New York Times bestselling author Joyce Meyer. On today's program, Joyce will be teaching from her series, What is Love? Anytime we are loving someone, God is there because love is not something God does, it's who he is. God is love. Wherever love is, God is. Now, here's Joyce with today's teaching.
1: I'm trying to get the point across that the most important thing for us to focus on is love. Timothy said the whole purpose of all of his teaching and instruction was to get people to love one another out of a pure heart with a pure conscience. And if I can just let God use me to help you understand the importance of love and how important it is to forgive people. I would say that that's one of the most beautiful aspects of love. And I'll tell you something, we are privileged to have the grace of God on us to be able to forgive people. And not have to be full of hatred and bitterness and resentment and offense. The people that you need to forgive may not deserve your forgiveness. We don't deserve God's forgiveness. My father didn't deserve my forgiveness. My mother didn't deserve my forgiveness. But I was a better person because God gave me the grace to forgive them. And I think one of the most powerful things that God ever gave me the grace to do was to forgive them and take care of them when they were old until they died. And I can tell you that there was never one time... That I went to the nursing home to see them that I actually wanted to go. So, this has nothing about want to. It's about duty. The Bible says if you don't take care of your parents, you're worse than an infidel. And it doesn't say if they were good to you when you were growing up. Amen. Matter of fact, I think there's more power in it if they weren't good to you, and God gives you the grace. JUST THINK WHAT A PRIVILEGE IT IS TO HAVE THE GRACE TO LOVE SOMEBODY WHO MISTREATED YOU. I MEAN, THAT'S A BEAUTIFUL THING. JESUS DIED FOR US WHILE WE WERE STILL YET SINNERS. (laughs) SO, WE CAN FORGIVE PEOPLE. GOD WOULDN'T TELL US TO DO IT IF WE COULDN'T DO IT. THAT'S ONE OF THE MOST IMPORTANT THINGS I COULD GET ACROSS TO YOU IN THIS CONFERENCE. IF YOU JUST WILL GET WITH GOD AND STAY WITH GOD AND STAY IN THE WORD UNTIL... You can get all that junk out of you and not, don't live like that. It it hurts your walk with God, and it hurts the heart of God for us to do that. And so, there's many facets of love, but love is not rude. Love always believes the best of everybody. I love that one. But I tell you, if you can learn how to believe the best of people instead of being suspicious, boy, how much misery you save yourself. And even if you believe the best, and they are mean, you don't suffer. <laughs> You're still better off. And I used to be suspicious. My dad taught me, literally taught me when I was growing up. You can't trust anybody, everybody's out to get you. Anybody that's nice to you has an ulterior motive. That that was the kind of thinking I grew up with. And so, if I can... GET TO THE POINT WHERE I CAN BELIEVE THE BEST OF EVERYBODY, ANYBODY IN THIS ROOM CAN, AND uh, YOU'RE MISERABLE, AREN'T YOU, WHEN YOU SUSPECT PEOPLE OF ALWAYS HAVING SOME KIND OF ulterior MOTIVES, THEY'RE OUT TO GET YOU. SO, JUST BELIEVE THE BEST OF PEOPLE. IT'S GONNA BE MUCH BETTER FOR YOU IF YOU DO IT. AND SO, LOVE NEVER FAILS, NEVER GIVES UP ON PEOPLE. Loving somebody doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be around them all the time. I don't want you to misunderstand me. God's not asking you to be abused or to be mistreated. Love doesn't always rescue people from their problems. Sometimes you're loving people more to not rescue them. If you have an adult child that's 35 and still living off of you and you're having to rescue them every time you turn around, you're probably not doing them a favor by continuing to do it. That's probably one of the hardest things in the world is to not help one of your kids. I don't think there's anything any harder than that because we love our kids. But sometimes if you keep getting people out of trouble, keep getting them out of trouble, they never learn how to make decisions that will produce the right thing in their life. And so sometimes you have to let people hurt for a little while, to wake them up. And, you know. So, I don't want to confuse you about what love is. Love doesn't mean letting people abuse you. Love is basically praying for people, not talking bad about them, actually helping them if there's a need and you believe that's what God wants you to do. I knew that God was telling me to take care of my parents. And I not only had the two of them on my hands, I had a widowed aunt that I had promised my uncle I would take care of. At one point, we had three people in nursing homes that we were paying for. And I can tell you, that wasn't cheap. I think it increased the anointing on my life. I think our ministry grew. See, when you love people, wonderful things are gonna happen in your life. And you don't... Like I said, remember, I never wanted to go. I went because I knew it was the right thing to do. We need to do what's right because it's right. Let me say it again. You need to do what's right because it's right and because you love God, not because you feel like it. Amen? And I just, I just got a sensing in my spirit right then. I believe there's some of you that, Man, this conference has been so good for you because you've made some decisions that are honestly going to be some life-changing decisions for you. You, You've been suffering, and you've been hurting, and you've been having the same problems over and over and over, and you even told God, I got to get some answers this weekend, and I think God has shown you what the problem's been and what you need to do, and I don't want you to lose sight of it. Now... Love is not proud, it's not haughty. It's not puffed up, it's not high-minded. Love never thinks it's better than anybody else. Doesn't look down on other people. And humility is the hardest of all the virtues to obtain and to keep hold of. Because if you think you're humble, then that's probably pride. You cannot sell a book on pride. I used to have a teaching series called Exchanging Your Pride for His Humility, and it, it didn't sell. It didn't sell. How many of you realize that that's probably one of the most important things is to be humble? Jesus said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will ease, relieve, and refresh your souls. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am humble, gentle, meek, and lowly. You know what a meek person is? A meek person, meekness is a close relative of humility. But a meek person, people think that means that you're weak and you let people walk all over you. But meekness doesn't mean weakness. It means strength under control. That means that you have the power to do something about it, but you don't believe God wants you to, so you can wait on him. Jesus showed meekness in the Garden of Gethsemane when the soldiers and Judas came to take him. And Peter, old active big mouth Peter, (laughs) he drew his sword and caught off one of the high servant's ears. I guess Jesus had to slap it back on. (laughs) And Jesus told him, he said, don't you know that if I wanted to, I could call 12 legions of angels and my father would send them and deliver me from this? But if I did that, how would the scripture be fulfilled? SO, 72,000 ANGELS, THAT'S WHAT 12 LEGIONS ARE. <laughs> SO, JESUS DIDN'T HAVE TO GO TO THE CROSS. RIGHT UP TO THE VERY LAST MINUTE, HE HAD A CHOICE. <laughs> AND HE CHOSE MEEKNESS, STRENGTH UNDER CONTROL. I HAVE A MESSAGE THAT I'M GONNA BE PREACHING COMING UP SOON CALLED THE POWER OF RESTRAINT. I'VE BEEN THINKING ABOUT it. JESUS WAS THE SON OF MAN AND THE SON OF GOD. But he's a high priest who understands us because he was tempted in all points like we are, yet he never sinned. So he knows how you feel. Every time I went to that nursing home, Jesus knew how I felt. And if you want to know the truth, and I don't mean it in a wrong way, I think he appreciated the fact that I did what he told me to do, not what I felt like doing. And God appreciates it when you... Do the right thing instead of what you feel like doing. And you may not get a reward from people, but boy, honey, let me tell you, you will get a reward from God. The Bible says, "Jesus, I'm coming soon and bringing my rewards with me. (laughs) And so, it's not always easy to do these things, but... Meekness is a beautiful thing. I think about how Jesus, how how hard it must have been for him when he was in the wilderness for those 40 days and the devil was taunting him and just aggravating him. and and how He didn't have to put up with that. He could have just blew him off the planet. And yet, it was necessary (laughs) for him to do that. He was led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. The devil didn't just take him out there. The Holy Spirit led him in there to be tempted and tested and tried. Why was that necessary? Because, I don't know if you noticed or not, but right after the end of those temptations was when he began his public ministry with power. So you gotta pass your tests before there's a release of power. David was anointed 20 years to be king before he wore the crown. WHAT HAPPENED DURING THOSE 20 YEARS? HE GOT TESTED. I MEAN, SAUL CHASED HIM AROUND TRYING TO KILL HIM. WHAT ABOUT JOSEPH? HE WAS ANOINTED AS A YOUNG BOY AND YET HE SPENT 13 YEARS IN PRISON FOR SOMETHING HE DIDN'T DO. HE HAD TO PASS SOME TESTS BEFORE THAT POWER WAS RELEASED IN HIS LIFE. AND SO JESUS SAID, I AM HUMBLE, GENTLE, MEEK, AND LOWLY. LOVE IS NOT ARROGANT proud or rude, a haughty person always thinks they're better than other people. They always think they're right. They look down on people that aren't as intelligent as they are. They look down on people that aren't as educated as they are. They can make you feel really stupid. And that's something we should never do. We should never make anybody feel stupid. We should always lift people up. I hope that every time somebody's around me, I can make them feel a little bit better. I read one time that when you leave somebody's presence, they may not always remember what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel.
0: God tells us to love everyone. We may not feel like doing it, but it's something we need to do on purpose. Christians are supposed to act differently and show love by being patient with other people's weaknesses. 1 John 3.18 says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Ladies, we're going to Tampa. Sunny skies, beautiful weather and God's Word. It's the perfect getaway. Join us for the 2024 Love Life Women's Conference, September 12th through the 14th in Tampa, Florida with Joyce Meyer. Priscilla Shire, Christine Kane, and Worship with Taya and Riley Clemens. Register today at joycemeyer.org slash love life. Thanks for listening to Enjoying Everyday Life and supporting Joyce Meyer Ministries. Together with our family of partners, we're sharing the gospel and shining the tangible love of Christ through outreaches around the world.